0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 80 of Lifelong Podcast. I am your host, Heidi O'Brien, and I appreciate you making the time to be here. If you're new to the show, Lifelong is a podcast all about non-toxic living and longevity, and I'm on a mission to make these topics of non-toxic living easy and accessible to all because a lot of times when learning about the toxins in our world and learning about all of the non-toxic products that you might feel like you need to get, it can be very overwhelming. So you can look at me as your shepherd kind of guiding you through the journey of non-toxic living so that you don't get so overwhelmed, so that there isn't as much fear mongering. Because a lot of times in this space, it is based on fear. People are sharing information to scare people. Even if it's not their intention, I just think there's a lot of people that get scared and overwhelmed and then they're not able to make these necessary lifestyle changes that can prevent illness down the road. My approach is to be really gentle, but at the same time sharing the facts, sharing my story, because if you haven't heard my story already, listen to episode 12 of Lifelong. I'll link it in the show notes. I had my own journey with health issues, and I was able to do a 180 with my health and really reclaim my health. And one of the biggest components to getting my health back was embracing a non-toxic lifestyle. From that point forward, I have made it my mission to share a bit about what I've learned with toxins and non-toxic living so that other people do not have to suffer like I did. Today, we have a solo episode. I am going to be talking about my journey with acne. Maybe some of you can relate, but acne is a beast. Acne, especially intense acne, can be really depressing and really frustrating, and it's kind of this whole psychological thing Or at least there's all these psychological effects from it that are really challenging. And not enough people are talking about that. And so many people are struggling with acne or they're masking their acne with hormonal birth control or spironolactone. I can never pronounce that one. And there are underlying health concerns that are being covered up. So anyways, acne is... A beast, and I have gone through it myself. I want to share my journey with it over the past nine years. Really, I can go further, too, and talk about high school as well. But anyways, that's what today's episode is going to be about. I'll give my history with acne. I'll share what I did, what worked for me, what didn't work for me, and what ultimately cleared my skin in the end. And and it might not be from what you think. So you'll want to tune in to this full episode, especially if you have acne or you know someone with acne or you just want to learn more about acne. Maybe you want to help people with acne. Maybe you just want to be in the know about acne. So today is an episode dedicated to acne. So if you're suffering from acne, I want you to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. I am living proof of that. I'm going to share my story here in just a few minutes, but I want to emphasize that acne is healable and it is healable from a holistic perspective as well. It's not one of those things where you just have to do Accutane and that's the only cure I refused to do Accutane or any harsh pharmaceuticals, which was really challenging. And I'll dive into that in a little bit. And it it really just, it sucked having to approach it from this natural perspective because it wasn't a quick fix. But the beauty of it was that I was able to get to the root cause and really figure out what was going on. So Moral of the story is there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You can clear your skin in a non-toxic, natural, and holistic fashion. And I wanted to grace you all today with my skin without any makeup on. You might be seeing some clips or you might be seeing this on YouTube, but basically today I am wearing no makeup. You can see that I have some breakouts going on, which is actually a little bit crazy for me right now. My skin has been so clear for several months now, which is a blessing because I got married four months ago. And I remember having a big fear back in the day where what would I do if I had acne on my wedding day? And by the grace of God, my skin was clear for my wedding day. But right now, my skin is a little bit more broken out. I attribute that to a few different things. And why I say I attribute it to certain things is I have learned my skin. I have learned the triggers. I have learned way too much about my own health and my skin health. So I'm able to figure out, okay, why am I breaking out? And right now, I'm breaking out because I am supposed to get my period like today And as you all know, hormones play a really, really big role in skin health. So a lot of times people will break out around their period or around ovulation. So I'm about to get my period. So I know that I might have some breakouts around like my jawline, my nose or mouth. That kind of area is the hormonal region. And then the other big trigger right now is we have a like winter... Storm kind of cold front that we're going through right now in the Midwest, and it's super dry, it's super cold, and it's just like that really uncomfortable climate right now. And I noticed that it's always when the seasons are kind of changing, and you're probably thinking, Oh my gosh, well, it's January, like, haven't you had winter for a while now? No, like, our winter thus far has been so mild that. This is the first kind of cold blast we have, and I know I'm not stressed out. Yeah, maybe it's a little uncomfortable having a few little pimples on my face as we record right now, but over the years, I have learned to love myself with and without blemishes, and at the end of the day, two to three little pimples on my face is nothing compared to dozens of cystic pimples that I had back in the day when I was kind of at my worst with my health. So I like looking at it through a lens of gratitude. And we all know those people out there that like never break out and then they get one pimple and they're like, oh my God, like my skin is breaking out. My skin is so bad. It's Like as someone who has suffered through acne, it's like, oh my God, that's, it's triggering it's a little bit triggering but of course everyone's on their own journey and I sympathize with people who have clear skin and even get a pimple because acne is really frustrating and actually sometimes if your skin is like flawless and you have one pimple it feels different than if your skin is kind of iffy and you have a few pimples it's almost like when your skin is flawless you're like I'm that close And then there's like that one pimple. I don't know. Does anyone relate to that? Send me a message if you can relate to that. But acne is just such a challenge. And I want to now kind of dive into my own history with my skin. And we're going to start in high school. And then right before that, one other note I wanted to share is that acne is not a hygiene issue. I think that there are some hygiene-related things that can trigger skin, but it's not the only cause of acne, and it plays a really minimal role, which is probably the complete opposite of what medical professionals would say, but it's 2024, and we are learning so much more about the gut-skin relationship, the stress-skin relationship, the hormone-skin relationship the toxin skin relationship, and the list goes on. Even environmental things and how they affect the skin. It's not like it's just a, oh yeah, you're dirty, you don't wash your face enough. In high school, now we're starting my journey here, in high school, I rarely washed my face. I remember my parents asking me when was the last time I washed my face. And I was like, I don't know, I wash it like once a week or can't remember. I remember thinking like, well, my skin is clear, like I don't have any issues. Why should I wash my face? And I think I then like started having a little bit of a routine with like some Neutrogena and then remember those like little pads that came in a little container. I forget, was it like Oxy was the brand? And then you would like wipe it on your face. I started doing stuff like that just to kind of have a skincare routine because my parents were concerned that I wasn't even washing my face that my skin remained super clear, and it wasn't until I went to college that my skin went berserk. And what's interesting is that at the time my skin first started breaking out was right when my chronic health issues were starting, which I later realized was mold illness, but I wouldn't know for three and a half years. So at this point in time in college, About a month into starting college, I was experiencing some extreme breathing issues. That was like my main symptom with mold illness. Again, listen to episode 12 to learn more about that. And my skin was going crazy. I jumped on birth control to get my skin under control and it really didn't help that much. And I remember having to switch birth controls and hearing the doctor say, oh, you know, it's not the birth control. It's just you need a different brand or, you know, some BS like that. So, eventually, I did get on a birth control that cleared up my skin for the most part, but it caused so many other issues. For example, water retention, moodiness, fatigue, just a general feeling of kind of misery to be honest and that is really common with hormonal hormonal birth control i have a number of podcasts on hormonal birth control as well so i'll reserve those episodes for you guys in the show notes so that you can listen to that and i won't spend much time on that topic right now but basically i was kind of jumping around with some different hormonal birth control pills and i had a lot of extreme health issues going on. And my skin was just kind of blah. It was over the course of my four years in college, I would say I would just have phases of it being clear and then it would get really broken out again and then it would get clear and broken out again and and so on. And I kind of just like dealt with it. I will say the acne wasn't super severe until I went off of hormonal birth control. Following college, I now knew a ton more about holistic health and the side effects of hormonal birth control, and I decided to go off of it. Also, at the same time, I was finding out that I had mold illness, so I was really honing in my detoxification. So, it was kind of like a big blast all at once where I was starting a detoxification protocol that I created for myself, and then also going off of hormonal birth control. So for probably a good six months, my skin was terrible. It was purging so hard. It was the most embarrassing feeling for me. At this time, I was dating my now husband for a year and there's no worse feeling than having like a super pimply face and a boyfriend. And another note on that is that I always wore makeup, even during those years when I was on hormonal birth control and my face was a little bit more clear. Like I still had acne, though, to the point where I wore makeup every single day. And if I was like, Sleeping over at a friend's, or I was at my boyfriend's, I would wear my makeup to bed. And then I would wake up super early and then like leave before I saw anyone, or I would quick, like do a little bit of makeup in the bathroom. And it's kind of devastating to even share this because I felt so ashamed. But I know that a lot of you can relate. And I share this because I hope that I can inspire at least one of you and let you know that you're not alone on this acne journey. Like I said, I was about a year into dating my boyfriend, now husband, and I was off of birth control for about six months, and I was targeting my detoxification from mold illness, and my skin was so pimply. It was like cystic acne everywhere I got really, really good at doing my makeup, but as you all know, like there's still a textural thing going on. So at least I could cover like the redness and discoloration and make myself look presentable in my own eyes. But I still had like bumps on my face and it was just really devastating. And then also, I had just graduated college. So I was looking for a job and I remember reading something online or somewhere that said like, It's a huge disadvantage to have acne when looking for a job. And apparently it's like something that's discriminated on a subconscious level, which is also really devastating. And I just like feel for myself at that time because I was really like struggling with my self-esteem and my self-worth. And, you know, I wouldn't even want to look in the mirror. I wouldn't want to leave to go anywhere without makeup on. We lived at my in-laws for a little bit during this period of time because we had just uh, had to move out of a place that had mold. And I remember like not even wanting to leave my, our bedroom without makeup on. So it was like, I always had makeup on just to feel a little bit more secure in my own skin. And it was so tricky, but I knew, I knew that I had to stick it out. I knew that I wanted to address the root cause, I knew that I didn't want to just slap a band-aid on it and just hop on the birth control train again. I knew that I didn't want to jump on medications like spironolactone or accutane because I didn't want my health to get into worse standing down the road. My view, and my view on a lot of things in life is I would rather have a little bit of suffering in the moment for a better future. Than a good feeling in the moment for a worse future. So it took a lot of mental strength to get through this period of time where my skin was, again, I have so much love and sympathy for myself during that time because shout out to me for not giving up and holding the vision of being healthy and addressing the root cause and knowing that one of the beautiful, amazing, results of that would be better skin down the road. So, I just had to hold the faith and it was not easy. After those six to eight months, my skin started clearing up a bunch and I think this is attributed to being detoxed from mold or at least mostly detoxed from mold. And then also, when it comes to coming off of birth control, there is sometimes a six-month purge period. So I just had to stick through that and my skin got so much better. But I still would experience acne from that point until about, I guess, a year ago. Even to this day, though, I still struggle with acne here and there. Like I said, I'm recording right now and I have a few pimples, but I I wouldn't even compare it. It can't even be categorized near what I went through when I had this extreme cystic acne all over my face. So, it was kind of like this ongoing struggle of okay, my skin is a lot more clear, but now I have like these little clusters of breakouts or my skin is clear, but I have like extreme scars and I have dryness and I have flakiness. It was like this constant battle that just kind of became a part of my life and I tried everything and I just, again, kept holding that light and feeling so grateful that my skin was improving. And something I did was I would take photos of my skin on a regular basis, a front angle, a left angle, and a right angle. And then I would save them to a folder on my phone. And I still have this folder on my phone. And what I would do is when I was experiencing a breakout, like I would take a picture, but then I would look at the other pictures and see, okay, yeah, my skin is frustrating me right now. but my skin is so much better than it was even two months ago. It's so much better than it was a year ago. It's so much better than it was two years ago, you know? And this is where that like gratitude mindset really, really comes in and plays a huge role in healing. So taking photos is something that like really helped me just stay super positive. And yeah, so then like currently and I will share, I'm going to dive really, really deep into the specifics of work, what worked for me, but I just wanted to lay out this timeline first. So currently, like I said, my skin has been doing really well. It's actually been the most clear it has ever been in my adulthood. And this was really pivotal for me with it being, well, four months ago I got married. So so the biggest thing that like I struggle with now with my skin would be hormonal breakouts. I'll usually get a little bit of a breakout around my period, maybe around ovulation, but these are so much smaller and less severe than what I experienced in the past. A lot of times these are little whiteheads by my nose, maybe an occasional cyst on my jawline, but super, super small. They'll clear up quicker. The ones I got in the past would would stay for months and then when it would finally go away, I would have scars for forever. So I think with all the healing that I did on an internal level, it really paid off in my skin, in my inflammatory response, in my immune system, my healing abilities. So I feel like I'm able to overcome these breakouts quicker. I'm more resilient than I once was. And for that, I'm super grateful. So what have I done that really has helped me get to where I'm at right now, which includes not having to wear makeup all the time. My skin is nowhere near like flawless, but for me, I am so grateful. I feel good in my skin. I'm not ashamed anymore. I find myself looking in the mirror sometimes and I might see a scar. or I might see a little white head. But what I ultimately see is a clear face compared to where I was at. So again, mindset is so, so huge. So when it comes to what really helped me heal my acne for good, there's a two-pronged approach, healing from the outside and healing from the inside. In our world, in our society, in our medical system, healing acne is a thing that apparently is supposed to be done topically. You have acne, you need to put some stuff on top of it and that's going to heal it. What I learned is that that couldn't be further from the truth. The biggest things that changed my skin were healing from and approaching the acne from the inside out. Before I go into what I did to heal the acne from the inside out, I do want to share what worked from the outside because that also was beneficial. It just wasn't something that could stand alone. If you're just approaching the topical side of things, you're not going to get to the level of healing or clarity that you would if you addressed it internally as well. So it doesn't mean that it's not helpful to heal from the outside in or the outside. Um, It just means that you you need to be looking at both things. So if healing from the outside, it came down to skincare. I, over the years, tried so many different face washes. And as you know, I'm really big into non-toxic products and that is really important. But what I realized is that there are some non-toxic products that can have poor clogging ingredients or that just didn't work well with my skin. So it was a lot of trial and error. And that being said, there are tons of poor clogging ingredients in Conventional skincare, as well. It's kind of just like across the board. So, that being said, I was able to hone in on the face washes and the other skincare products that really work for my skin. And the two face washes that work best for me are the Clear Stem Gentle Cleanser or the Indie Lee Clarifying Face Wash. And I really love both of those. I would say Clear Stem is probably my favorite at the moment. And those like really helps. something else I do is I like to do a double cleanse and I also use a washcloth so I'll wash first on my skin and my hands to kind of get the makeup off and then I'll use a cotton round to remove that makeup if I'm wearing makeup even if I'm not wearing makeup I like just doing that initial cleanse and then afterwards I will wet a washcloth with lukewarm water and then put on some of the face wash and then gently wash my face, scrub my face, rinse it out, rub my face again, rinse it out. Just kind of do that a few times and then end with a cold washcloth on my face. And that seems to work really, really well for me. A couple other products that I really love for keeping my skin super clear are the Clear Stem Bounce Back Serum. This is their Botox Alternative Serum, which I love. It's super plumping and moisturizing and makes your skin glow and then I use that in the morning and then I use the clear stem clarity serum in the evening this is their blackhead dissolver it's their I would say it's like their hero product that helps combat acne so I use that in the evening and then the thing with that is you have to leave it on for 10 minutes before you put any other product on and it is fantastic. Their founders have actually joined me on the podcast twice. Tune in to episodes 16 and 38. I'll link those in the show notes so that you can hear their stories with acne and the amazing work they're doing over at Clearstem. Then in the evenings and sometimes in the morning, I will put on tallow from a local farm. Tallow is actually something that is technically pore clogging, but it works really well for me. So, just because something works for me doesn't mean it will work for you and vice versa. And that's something that I really learned with healing acne, healing in general, is that it is so bio-individualized. You hear me say this term all the time because of how important it is. So I use those clear stem serums and my tallow and then the other thing with the washcloth is I use a fresh one every single night and then I'm washing those washcloths in non-toxic products like Branch Basics so that is kind of like my skincare routine it's not super intensive I'll use a rose water spray sometimes if I'm feeling like I need a little bit more hydration and then I'll also use it when I'm applying my makeup which by the way with my makeup I really love to use 100% Pure or Kosas for foundation and then I have the Merit Stick for concealer. I have some Ilia products but mainly Kosas, 100% Pure and Ilia are what I'm using for my makeup. Maybe I'll do another episode diving into my makeup routine. I actually really love doing makeup. Maybe that's one of the silver linings from the acne journey is that I became, in my opinion, like pretty good at doing makeup. And it's really fun for me. It's almost like a little art project. So I always love having the opportunity to get ready and do my makeup. That's one of the reasons I like getting ready and doing my makeup for this show. Unlike today, though, today I'm like, I gotta show up as I am fresh faced. So that's that. My Yeah, my makeup and skincare is pretty simple. Something that's really important to me is just making sure that they are non-toxic and the non-toxic products go beyond just the skincare products. Like I said, it's the detergents that I'm washing my fabrics in that are touching my skin. I'm using a filter in the shower and on my bathroom sink to limit my exposure to chemicals that are offensive to the skin and the body. I am using non-toxic cleaning products. I am embracing a non-toxic lifestyle as much as possible. I am hydrating from a cellular level. I am reducing my stress. I am getting sunlight. Yes, I let sun touch my skin. I think it's such a healing thing and it actually is something that always helped me when I was experiencing acne was getting a little bit of sun on my skin. My dad would always say it's like the sun just like kills all that bacteria and I honestly feel like there's something to that. So the sun is really helpful. The scars were a really difficult thing to address though. Like I tried every natural thing out there to get these scars under control and it's not going to say it's impossible but it's extremely challenging. So I did do a few med spa procedures. I did laser genesis a few times and microneedling a few times. And I will say I love, 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 love those treatments. I don't know how non-toxic they are, but I feel like they are much, well, I know that they're much lower toxic than injectables. And I know the healing properties of laser and light. And then With the microneedling, that just made a lot of sense to me. It's more of just like the serums and the products that they're putting on your skin afterwards. That would be of concern to me. But knowing that 99% of the time I'm using really clean, non-toxic skincare, it didn't matter to me. I don't get all fussy about that because... You'll probably notice by listening to this podcast, like you have to find a little bit of balance in your life and find what works for you. And you can't get so stressed out to the point where the stress becomes a toxin. So for me, by doing some laser genesis and microneedling, it actually improved my self-esteem and actually brightened my life a bit. So the but the pros of it really outweighed the cons. And I knew that it wasn't really toxic in the scheme of things. So those really helped with the scars. I would love to do it again. Those procedures are extremely expensive, especially because you're usually not doing one session. It's usually round. So with the laser genesis, like three to six sessions with microneedling, three to six sessions. And they are hundreds of dollars. We're talking like several hundred dollars per session so you can spend thousands on these procedures and they they do work and i'm opening up about it it's something i would like to do a little bit more of because i have some scars still that could use a little bit of tweaking when i have an active breakout i like to do honey masks i'll mix in a little bit of cinnamon or turmeric and those are just like herbs that i have in my pantry And I find that to be really, really healing for the skin. There's tons of healing properties to honey, actually. And even if you get a little breakout, and let's say it's bleeding and you need to go somewhere, which if you've had acne, you know what I'm talking about, you can put a little honey on it and it'll actually stop the bleeding. So I love to do that. And then I'll also use my light stim, which is an LED, like red light healing device, If you have another red light device, this would also work really well. You can just put it, hover it above the breakout and your skin will get less inflamed and the breakout will go down and it will actually kill the bacteria. So I really love to use my light stem if I have a little breakout. And then I also really love to do like cold therapy. So I'll use my skinny confidential ice roller and just kind of lightly roll over or hold the roller on the breakout. And I find that to be super, super effective. I also have sulfur masks that I like to do. And then I have the ancient Indian or Aztec healing clay, which I don't do a ton of, but I was doing a ton of that when I was in college and when I was like struggling the most with my skin because I felt like that would really help my skin purge and with cystic acne sometimes it's so frustrating because they're just like hanging out under the skin and you want it to come to a head so i found that those aztec clay masks really helped bring things to the surface which isn't the cutest when things are exploding out of your skin but it it feels good to get it out and not have it hanging out under your skin as much so those are some things that i like i also recommend Changing your pillowcase at least twice a week. This is something I do just to, from that hygiene perspective, even though the hygiene perspective is not everything. And then another thing I realized too was like the hair care relationship with the skin. And I have changed my conditioner and shampoo so many times over the years during times of extreme breakouts I would use less conditioner or even skip it from time to time which sounds wild because it messes up your hair but it really helped with the skin so you can't win it all sometimes if you want the clear skin then your hair might look like a train wreck and if you want your hair to look good you might your skin might look bad but thankfully now I'm at a point where where I don't have to worry about that as much and I have products that I trust I really like Necessaire and then there's another brand that I just bought and I'm going to try. It's called Zuma Nutrition. They make supplements but then they also have a natural non pore clogging shampoo and conditioner product which is supposed to be fantastic. I'll let you know how I like it. It should be getting delivered this week. But something I didn't know was that with a lot of these non-toxic shampoos and conditioners, a lot of those contain coconut oil which is a good Product for your hair and to keep it clean, and it's antibacterial, and naturally, and whatever. But the problem with coconut oil is that it's so pore clogging. So I was using these natural shampoos and conditioners, and my hair was looking good, and I was reducing my exposure to toxins. But my skin would break out like crazy. And then when I finally figured that out, when I was able to get my shampoo and conditioner in line, which really has just been using necessary, my skin really cleared up and then the last thing on like this outside perspective for healing acne was stopping wearing makeup which sounds so easy and sounds like why didn't you just do that like six years ago it's really freaking hard it's really freaking hard to walk out the door when your face is red and you don't feel like yourself and you don't feel comfortable with yourself unless you're able to tame some of that discoloration with a little bit of makeup Thankfully, since my skin was clearing up, not to the point where I felt comfortable without wearing makeup. I mean, will we ever feel comfortable not wearing makeup? I mean, yes, I guess I'm I'm there or I'm getting there. But I'd be lying if I didn't get a little insecure sometimes, even though my skin is more clear now. But it's not like perfect. I think I just strive for like this perfect, flawless look that is not attainable. And quite honestly, natural skin is, is meant to have a little personality. So finally, I was able to stop wearing makeup and boost my confidence. And that only helped in preventing acne and keeping my skin really healthy. Okay, now healing from the inside, which is the most important thing, I think, when it comes to healing acne for good. Firstly, I brought meat back into my diet and this was really huge because for a long period of time I was plant-based and I think I really depleted myself of essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that would really help my skin. For example, like vitamin A, which is really necessary in having clear, beautiful skin. And then also choline, which is another compound that is hard to find in plant-based diets. So when I brought meat back into my life, and by meat, I mean ethical, grass-fed, grass-finished, pasture-raised, super quality meat into my diet. It really helped my skin. Acceptance. Acceptance was a really big thing. When I stopped fighting myself about it or feeling bad about myself, I feel like my skin was able to clear up. And that's not an easy thing. This took me nearly eight, nine years to do. I'm still working on it. But the more I've been able to accept things with my health, the better they get. So my mom always says, what resist persists. The more you resist something, the more it's going to stick around. The more you accept something, the quicker you're able to like move on and get it resolved. Cellular hydration. I noted this earlier. This looks like supplementing with Quinton minerals, drinking really, really good quality water. I have a subscription with Mountain Valley Spring. It comes in big glass jugs. You don't need to be chugging tap water. Instead, you should be drinking mineralized, filtered, high-quality water, and your skin will thank you. The infrared sauna. I felt like this really worked on the inside and the outside. From the outside, it felt like a inexpensive facial because afterwards I'd be like, oh my gosh, I just sweat. My skin is glowing. I feel like it's like purged out all these toxins and all the sweat. And then I feel like I would glow and I wouldn't have any breakouts for a while. But then at the same time, the wonderful thing about infrared saunas is that they heal from the inside out. They penetrate deeper into your cells and can heal you on a cellular level. So the infrared sauna was really two pronged and super, super beneficial. I can't wait till I have an infrared sauna one day. Love, love, love that for anti acne and just skin health in general. Limiting seed oil consumption was also huge for me, like dining out less because a lot of times you dine out and the food is filled with. Seed oils, which is not really fun. And then also, I was reading all food labels, even organic packaged foods, because they hide in those as well. So, the more that I reduced my exposure to seed oils, the better my skin got. And that's actually like a really good hack if you're going through a breakout. Like, if you do, if you just do one thing, look at seed oils, stop eating out for a week. Look for seed oils in your packaged food. Stop eating all of it. Your skin will literally thank you because you're reducing your inflammation so drastically just by not eating those foods. Detoxing from mold illness was huge. That's a whole other topic. But of course, if you have toxins in your body, that's going to throw things out of whack. Parasite cleansing was major, I just did an episode, the previous episode, episode 80, was all about parasite cleansing. I'll link that in the show notes so that you can listen. Coffee enemas, these are another super, super major thing. I actually think this was the reason my skin has finally cleared up over the last year, and that's because I started doing coffee enemas and really reducing that inflammation within my body, boosting the master antioxidant glutathione and supporting my liver health and your liver is really tied to your skin so by doing those I think that is what accelerated finally my skin into this healed glowing state. Another thing I have been doing that I attribute to clearing up my skin is consuming raw dairy. I was dairy free for I don't know, nearly 10 years just because I knew how quote-unquote bad dairy was, but it's really just the conventional unpasteurized dairy or the pasteurized dairy that is is bad because it's missing all the essential enzymes and nutrients that help you digest it. So if you want to learn more about raw dairy, you definitely should check out episode 42 of Lifelong with Really Tan Man, and that'll be linked in the show notes. If you're like me and you have suffered through or with acne, you probably have tried so many different things, and I wanted to share some of the things that I tried that didn't really work. So I tried the tretinoin or retin A and topical antibiotics. Those didn't really work for me. I think they work for a little bit, but then they don't have a lot of longevity, and they end up messing up your skin more in the long run. And the Clear Stem founders actually talk about this on our episode, t- our episodes together. So those are linked in the show notes for you to learn more. I tried so m- I tried so many different skincare products under the sun, and honestly. It wasn't the skincare that changed my skin. It was healing from the inside out. But if there was one brand, I would say Clear Stem. Seriously, like they are worth the hype. I tried the heavy metal detox smoothie from Medical Medium. I think that was really detoxifying, but it didn't clear my skin up. It actually messed my skin up because of the spirulina in it. I learned that chlorella and spirulina are big triggers for me because of the high iodine component and the more I researched about this is that iodine can excess iodine will actually purge through your skin. So that's lovely. I tried a plant-based diet for a number of years that did not help me whatsoever. That depleted me. I went dairy-free. That helped me for a bit, but but it's interesting because I was only free from the pasteurized dairy. When I brought the raw dairy back in, it actually healed my skin. I never did Accutane, although I would have been a good candidate. I thought it was way too concerning that you had to like do all these tests to even be allowed. You had to do like blood work and pregnancy tests regularly just to be a candidate for the medication. And I just thought it had like black box warning labels. It just was like not worth it to me. And I know a lot of people will do literally anything for their clear skin and no shame there, but. I just had this knowing within me that I should not be taking something that is so, so devastating. Birth control. This just ended up creating deeper rooted concerns. Chemical peels. I did these back in the day. I think they they clear your skin up for maybe a week at the max, but then the acne comes right back because you're not addressing those root causes. Clay masks. I told you about these. They really had a time and a place, but... I think they were kind of seen as a panacea like, oh, you just do these masks to purge your skin and your acne will go away. No, they won't. You need to heal from the inside out. Facials, honestly, facials are just not really worth it in my opinion. I think hydrofacials are somewhat helpful because they really, like, really, really purge the skin by sucking things out through a vacuum, but they're not worth the money. I also worked with a Traditional Chinese medical doctor who was focused in dermatology, and I went on an intensive herbal protocol. I feel like this really accelerated my skin at first, and I saw like a ton of improvements. My face really cleared up, but then it turned into a different problem where my neck was broken out for a good couple years after that protocol. So I don't know if it like just moved things throughout my body and just got them more clustered up in my lymphatic system. That's kind of what I think was going on and I wasn't doing any binders. So it's not that it hurt, but it probably wasn't the best use of money. It's tricky though. When you have acne, like you will go far and try different things because you want to feel better in your own skin. And ultimately, I have been able to get to a point where my skin is pretty clear. And yeah, I have an occasional pimple here and there around my period. And if i'm going out to eat more than usual but i don't really care i'm really proud of how far i've come and i hope that this episode has been inspiring and helpful and motivating and if you are suffering with this just send me an email i want to talk to you i i want to be here to support you on your journey with healing acne this is not i'm not selling anything i'm not even coaching people anymore but Genuinely, I'm here for you. You can get through this. My email's always open, Heidi at holisticwithheidie.com, or you can follow along on Instagram at lifelong underscore pod and send me a DM there. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed. One more thing before you go. Are you subscribed to Lifelong Podcast? Have you left a rating and review? Are you following along on Instagram at lifelong underscore pod and at Heidi? If you're not doing so already, consider doing it to support our show and to help spread this message near and far. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week.